Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. It's Nicholas Rod here, Chris Baker here with you as well on this Friday morning, the end to another week. Chris, tell us how we're entering this weekend as far as the weather's concerned. In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny and 70 with a sunny weekend in Houston, Texas. There is thunderstorms today, 78 with thunderstorms tomorrow and Sunday. In Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy, 84 with a partly cloudy weekend. And in New York City, it is partly cloudy today, 78 and a partly cloudy weekend. Fun. Who wants a thunderstorm? <laughs> You know, it's interesting. We were originally supposed to get one here uh, this weekend, but it doesn't look like we're getting it now. I really want a thunderstorm. I love thunderstorms. But I want one during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like no. when I'm working in my office, just a good thunderstorm. I love thunderstorms around like five to six o'clock at night. See, I want one at like 10 in the morning that lasts until 3 p.m. <laughs> intense thunderstorm that's what i want like and i don't want one that has hail and all this like we got last year just a nice steady rain rain. you know let it turn to pour every now and then i don't care i just want some nice thunder in the background of some 80s rock music it really feels like we haven't gotten a lot of good thunderstorms in the past couple of years and it's been kind of saddening because as i've gotten older here i've actually enjoyed thunderstorms more and more and now like i'm a huge fan of them now i don't hear them at all because i'm in the basement so Mm -hmm. if it's at night i sleep right through it which is probably a good thing but yeah never to last (laughs) yeah no thunderstorms are one of those things that i just absolutely love now unless they happen in the middle of the night for whatever reason, if they happen in the middle of the night, I still don't like them. But give me You're a nice in the bathtub. <laughs> give me a nice like midday thunderstorm or early evening thunderstorm. Oh, I'm all over that. I will enjoy every second. The one problem, the one problem is like if you look at last year, on my birthday last year, we had I think was what was either the first or the second thunderstorm of the year. And I kid you not, the whole thing only probably lasted like maybe an hour or so, but it knocked our power out for the entire night for about, oh, 17 hours. That's 2020 for you. Yeah, (laughs) that summed up 2020 in a nutshell. Our power was gone from 6 p.m. the night of my birthday until 11 a.m. the next morning and it was probably was if i remember correctly it was the first hot night of the year and we had no fans no ac see if it made you feel better nick that night i remember that night Mm -hmm. um i slept in central air Uh (laughs) uh-huh i hate you so much i remember that night very vivid vividly (laughs) Because I remember we were just starting the process of the podcast, yeah. the business, the billion-dollar empire, <laughs> and, you know, things weren't going your way. No. So things early, and I thought, you know what, Nick, you'll have a great night, buddy. I'm going to go take a nap in my central air. You know, the only good thing 
that really came of that night, besides the fact that I had cake and ice cream, which was a saving grace. The only other positive to that night was the fact that I managed to keep my phone alive. I don't know how, but a power bank, a portable charger that I hadn't touched in, I don't even know how long, it had easily been months, still had full charge. You know, you could have just said the best part about that night was talking to me after cake, but whatever. No, you went whatever. and slept in your central central air, so you got bumped down in that list. Well, I can't help myself. I love my central air. Uh-huh. Rub it in, why don't you? I will always have central air. <laughs> He's obsessed with the central air. Because we get 100 degree weeks yeah. now here. Yeah. And I work outside in those 100 degrees. The last thing I want to do is come home and live in those 100 degrees. Yeah, I mean, and and we're starting to move up in temperatures now. I mean, things are supposed to calm down at the start of next week. But over the past couple of days for us here, it's been mid-80s during the day. My windows are wide open and the breeze is blowing through. Yeah, and... Today, uh, the night of recording, I had a uh, my AP government test, my exam for for the year, and it got up to, like I said, about 85, 86, and I had the window open. But yeah, I almost wonder if it made it worse in a way, because just the longer I sat here... Wow, my voice is gone. <laughs> the longer I sat here... Uh, taking my test, just the warmer it got, the warmer and warmer. And it, it wasn't pleasant after a while. It really wasn't. But it's nice. It's finally out of the way. It's finally done. But I'll tell you right now, the moment I finished that exam, I got up out of my desk chair. I walked over to my bed and I collapsed right into it and fell asleep for like an hour and a half. <laughs> If Nick fails the test, I will be looking for a new co-host. Yeah, so if, if I'm no longer here in like a month's time, I think we get the scores in June. You'll know why. Nick failed a government exam. I failed a government exam. <laughs> but nevertheless, let's get into the news. If you have a child under the age of 18, chances are this summer you're going to start getting a couple hundred bucks a month from the federal government, the IRS announced that the fully refundable child tax credit benefit will start going out to eligible parents on July 15th and will continue monthly through December 15th. So how do you know how much you're going to get for each qualifying kid? To qualify for this new child tax credit, either $3,600 or $3,000, you must have two things. First one being your child must be of a certain age, and the second being you must meet the financial requirements. You qualify for the new child tax credit financially if you file single and make less than $75,000 a year, if you're the head of household and making less than $112,500 a year, and if you're filed jointly at making less than 150000 a year. 
Speaking on the age requirement for the child tax credit, uh, your child will allow you to qualify for the 3600 if they are zero to five years old and have not attained the age of six by the end of the taxable year. If your child does turn six years old in 2021, that child will not qualify for the $3,600. Your child will be qualified for the $3,000 if your child is six to 17 years old and has not attained the age of 18 by the end of the taxable year. Uh, Just like before, just like with the zero to five-year-old, if your child turns 18 in 2021, they do not qualify for the $3,000. If you financially qualify and the child is zero to five, you get $300 a month. If your child is six to 17, you get $250 a month. That amount represents half of the child tax credit that you will receive up front if you take the monthly option. You'll be able to claim the other 50% of your credit on your 2021 taxes. Keep in mind this monthly credit is an advancement on a 2021 tax credit. That means it may impact your tax refund. So check with your tax preparer. You'll be able to opt out of the child tax credit if you would prefer to take the full amount of the credit. Information on how to do so will be coming soon. If you're not sure if you should opt in or out of the advancement of the child tax credit, we recommend you consult a tax professional on what you should do in your financial situation. Moving on, if you are receiving unemployment benefits, you need to understand for some of you, those extra federal benefits will be ending long before you think they will. According to the American Rescue Plan law, the extra $300 unemployment benefit on top of your regular state unemployment and PUA unemployment benefits that goes to those who usually don't normally qualify for PUA expires September 6th. But the following states have already decided to opt out of the federal unemployment benefits early. If you live in Missouri, Iowa, Mississippi, Alaska, the extra federal unemployment ends June 12th. If you live in Indiana, Alabama, West Virginia, Idaho, North Dakota, or Wyoming, the extra federal unemployment will be ending June 19th. And if you live in Texas, Ohio, Utah, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and South Dakota, the extra $300 federal unemployment will be ending June 26th. Oklahoma is offering a $1,200 back-to-work bonus. Montana is withdrawing from the program on June 27th and is offering a $1,200 back-to-work bonus as well. South Carolina uh, will be ending benefits on June 30th. Tennessee on July 3rd, and Arizona will stop on July 10th and offer a $2,000 back-to-work bonus. If you still qualify for regular unemployment, you will still get it, but some of these states are allowing PUA benefits and just dropping the extra $300 a week, while other states are dropping the 
unemployment benefits completely. If you live in any of those states, you need to check what is going to specifically end and how it will impact you. Keep in mind, many more states will be joining this list. Also understand that unemployment benefits don't last forever. Every state has a limit to the number of weeks you are allowed. We may be learning more about the January 6th attack and the events leading up to it, but like anything else in Washington, it needs to pass into law. There was a full House vote passing at 252 to 175 with three non-votes and 35 Republicans voting in favor. The bill creates a bipartisan commission to investigate the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The agreement was announced late last week by a bipartisan group of Democrats and Republicans, but Tuesday the House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy released a statement saying he does not support the commission. This commission will study the facts and the circumstances officially around the January 6th attack, as well as the influencing factors that may have provided the attack. It will be made up of 10 appointed commissioners. Five will be appointed by the Democrats and five will be appointed by Republicans. The chair will be chosen by the Speaker of the House and the Senate Majority Leader, and the vice chair will be appointed by the House and Senate Minority Leaders. None of the commissioners can be current government officials, elected leaders, or employees, and the commissioners must have significant experience in the area of law enforcement, civil rights, civil liberties, privacy, intelligence, and cybersecurity. The commission would have the authority to issue subpoenas and it will be required to issue a final report by December 31st, 2021. Now, the bill to create this commission does not have a very clear path to passage in the Senate because it needs 60 votes to pass, which means all Democrats and independents, along with 10 Republicans, need to vote in favor. This may prove difficult since on Wednesday, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell came out against the bill. If this bill fails, that doesn't mean that the commission idea is over completely. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has hinted very loudly that if this bill fails, creating a House committee with subpoena power could still be an option. Another bill passed both the House and Senate and was signed into law by the president yesterday, and it was the anti-Asian hate crime bill we talked about earlier in the month. It passed the House and was signed into law by the president yesterday, like I said, and the bill includes, it creates a new DOJ position. Also, mass agencies help to bring awareness along with provide states and local government grant funding. Advocates say the bill doesn't do enough And over 100 LGBTQ and Asian American groups are opposed to the bill, but do say it is the step in the right direction. There have been over 6,600 attacks on Asians since March 2020. All right, that's all we have this morning for your main news update. Now we get into some rapid news. I'll start us off. 
New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has announced a lottery for people who get vaccinated where people could win $5 million. Yeah, Ford has announced an all-new F-150 electric truck that will be released in 2022. More details on pricing, specs, and all that information. Look out for an article on Medium tomorrow morning. Nick, what do you got for Good News Friday? All right. This morning, I have a pretty crazy story. And I say that a lot, but this one's just crazy in its own right, in a unique way. So we all know that technology is constantly advancing. Just every day, it's reaching new heights. Well, scientists have now reached a height that is just absolutely mind-boggling to me because they have created a microchip. It's about the size of a baby aspirin. And they were able to put it in this man's brain who had been paralyzed from the neck down since 2007 and they just did this recently and using that chip when he thought about the motions that he would make to handwrite something in pen and paper his brain and the chip would work together to then output that text on a screen so he was essentially able to write with his mind um this technology right now he was able to output text at about 18 words per minute which is just below the average speed uh for people texting on a smartphone and uh like i said this all comes from the fact that this chip reads the brain signals um that occur when someone thinks about uh you know handwriting and it'll output that text on a screen um there it's not perfect there are errors so it'll make like typing mistakes every 20 characters or so but i mean this technology in general is absolutely astounding technology gets a bad rap but technology has done some pretty amazing stuff and it will keep going I mean I think technology has done the best and the most like most in the healthcare field Mm -hmm. you know there's been you hear stories of technology of people being able to walk for the first time being able to communicate for the first time all because of technology that 10-15 years ago they would be hospitalized for their entire life, and now they're getting the chance of living life. Yeah, exactly. Just like the thought that they've created something that reads brain signals specifically attributed to handwriting. And this was a whole experiment in itself because they actually didn't know at first if he would be able to you know exactly remember um the experience of handwriting considering he hadn't moved his hands in over 10 years so the fact that they were able able to pull this off and now they're working on improving it even more is just absolutely amazing and it makes you wonder just what they can accomplish using this kind of format and using 
this technology for other means of like just having a semi-normal life or at least having pieces of your life back that you couldn't have before. Like you said, these healthcare and technology advancements that give people parts of their life back. Great story, Nikki. You know, when I hear stories like this, it really makes you wonder who the true heroes of the world are. But great story, Nick. Good job on your good news Friday, finding a great story to make me happy to go into the weekend. But until Monday morning, make sure you follow us on Blaine Boys Politics Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news. So you're always in the know. Follow us on our personal accounts to see what we're up to. And check out some of our latest medium articles. We always talk about something different than what we're talking about on the podcast. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, guys.